Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Mike. And tonight we have returning guest Leroy. Hello, Leroy. Hi, and I'm a statistic. You're a statistic. Please explain. <laughs> well, um, we don't want to get we we did the heavy part of it, so we'll we'll just touch over. I I got the Rona mm. and uh um it's a little bitch. And uh yeah, so now I am proudly like when they look at them in the CDC, looks at the little church, like, oh, how many fuckers in Pennsylvania? Oh, who, this Leroy Yon motherfucker, he had it. And you were fully, like, fully vaxxed, fully boosted, all that stuff. I right? was fully vaxxed. I was days away from five from getting around to scheduling my booster. And oh. <laughs> here comes COVID. Um, wow. Ran through the house. Um, so, yeah, it's a bitch. And, uh, you know, tis what it is. We don't need to get too far into suffice to sure. say it sucks. Sure. Um, yeah. There yeah. was no excuse for it to ever get to this point. Um, and yeah, anyone listening to this, that, that, uh, isn't vaccinated, please, for the love of God, do yourself a favor, because I fully believe at 275 pounds, age 44, not the best diet. If I wasn't vaccinated, we would not be having this conversation 10 days later, unless I was on, unless I was in a hospital bed doing my best Darth Vader impression. Right. So, right. Yeah. Um, If you're skeptical about getting it for some crazy ass shit you saw on the Internet, stop. If you're skeptical about getting it for your own health reasons, that's what doctors are for. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let the doctor decide whether or not you're not the celebrity on TV with the pretty smile. If you can let him decide if your boner needs a pill, you can let him decide. If you should get the vaccine or not. So, uh, and that's another thing. That's <laughs> another thing. You know what you can't do? I'm, I'm going to say it. And I don't <laughs> care. I'm going to say it. You know what you can't do with COVID? Because it's the last thing you want to fucking do. Can't jerk off. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you can't fuck. That was what I was waiting for. But oh, that, I'm sure you can't do that either. Right. Where I'm coming from, if you can't do one, at least the way sex works, you know, on my planet, if you can't jerk off, yeah, can't have sex. They kind of go, they kind of go hand well, in you finger and you, you, well, you, you lay there and take it. Yeah, you could do that. You could have your, uh, well, I mean, your if prost- you're a bottom, sure. I mean, you could have your prostate. Uh, you there's know, all kinds of sex fingered. out there, Leroy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, don't, and all of a sudden, don't knock we've, it until you've had six inches of it in you. <laughs> all of a sudden, we've veered off into some Howard Stern, Ronnie Mund territory here. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, better yeah, that, that. Better that than Rogan. Oh, uh, God, Joe Rogan. Hi. Uh, I'm the failed host of a reality show called Fear Factor. Please yeah. listen to my opinions because I used to make people stick their heads in boxes of tarantulas. Clearly, I'm an ex- <laughs> expert on what's best for humanity. Truth. Well, you know, I have a friend who once coined it very, very succinctly when he said that Joe Rogan is essentially Oprah for dude bros who assess their dominance via fanny pack size. Oh, my God. That's so accurate. It's <laughs> really, I mean, we're up to and including the fucking fanny pack with the on it label on it, you know, or or one of Joe's other little little companies that he slips into all his advertising into. You know? And why do all these motherfuckers have to sell shit? 
Like you got you got Alex Jones on Infowars selling his, you know, creatine protein shake energy drink shit. You got Rogan (laughs) hawking stuff. I mean, it's to the point where they had to make fun of it in the new Spider-Man movie with J. Jonah Jameson. Like (laughs) when the MCU is making fun of you. And they don't normally get political at all. Yeah. You've gone too far. <laughs> like, this what is even the first like, time you guys have made a reference to the MCU or anything else that I actually understood it. <laughs> because I saw great. the movie. Which is great because now you're like Captain America in the Avengers. I understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yes. <laughs> and we can talk about that one later because, damn, that was just a. God, that was a masterpiece of a movie. I love but, the, the the shit that Rogan is selling is so absurd. Like, like yeah. you know, I mean, he, he sells battle ropes, like these giant things that are like a mall that you can sort of like two handedly fight with and stuff, and do all these moves to to become like like you're a medieval warrior. And then he sells these 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 kettlebells that are shaped like monkey heads. They're exquisitely <laughs> detailed monkey heads. And he's like, yeah, bro, you know, I don't use anything else but this. It's like, yeah, Joe Rogan, I tell you what, you really are one of the funniest comics here in the world. Thanks, Joey. You know, it's just this fucking joke. And, and it's like, you know, that whole team they all think themselves somehow like on this elite edge. Like they call themselves, what do they call themselves? The death squad or something like that. These comics, you're fucking comedians. You're comedians, motherfucker. You're not. What do you think? You're all fucking Lenny Bruce. I don't think so. And these are the same people that will sit there on the podcast and be like, I'm tired of celebrities opening their mouths and telling me what I should do and what I should think. Motherfucker. You literally just like before your last commercial break, you, we're doing this. Yeah. It's you. Like, come on. Like, and you know, my 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 personal favorite Joe Rogan, like, like let's really go back. My let's really go back. This is a guy <laughs> who like first, talk radio. I was gonna say, are you going back to talk radio? Yeah. This is a guy who started on fucking news radio news with Phil Hartman and Steven Root on NBC. This guy was like a big player in an ensemble sitcom 25 I know years who else ago. was in that show so it was Phil Hartman it was Dave Foley um Kathy well, Joe Rogan obviously yeah Kathy Gr- Griffith was in it was she I think or was think another was the redhead skinny redhead I can't yeah. remember there were two skinny redheads back then that were like interchangeable it was just it was really a get me Kathy Griffith oh well she's busy all right well give me the one that looks like Kathy Griffith <laughs> yeah like and <laughs> like that's that's what it was it was oh she's not available who do we have wait wait we cloned her all right <laughs> give me that one um but yeah so let's really go back like he he failed upwards because he went from a sitcom to stand up to podcast. Like, yeah. is that failing <clears throat> upwards or is that actually failing downwards? Well, like, I don't know also anymore. He's a sports commentator. I mean, a pretty yeah, he does that MMA stuff. Yeah. Yeah. UFC. Yeah. And that's another thing. Yeah. Take your medical advice from a guy who used to call matches for MMA. You know, I love WWE. I that's right up there with listening to Hogan 
when he was talking about take your vitamins and say your prayers. Yeah. When his version of vitamins were a little needle and eh, oh, look at my arms or like that's right up there with that was the modern day equivalent of like take your ivermectin and lift your monkey bells. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we really shouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind and I can't say that it's a fact. I'm just going to say that in my opinion, there's no doubt whatsoever that Rogan has used steroids. Um, I mean, I it's say. just. You know, most of these muscle guys do at some point eventually. If they're as jacked as he is, they probably have at some point in their lives or currently use steroids. It's just a fact. And the more rich you are, the more access you have to the ones that are safe. Yeah. As long as they're used in it. So I'm not like judging him for that. All I'm saying is that, yeah, you know, he uses steroids. He all this shit. And then he says, well, I don't trust someone putting something in my arm. It's a complete hypocrisy. It's, it's just, yeah. it's hack stupidity. It's poor thinking. And this guy has had so many people now who kiss his ass and treat him like he's alpha bro number one and as a result he now is convinced that everything he thinks is correct and that you're an idiot if you don't agree either that or because i've heard he got especially bad once he got on spotify that could be because he's on someone's payroll now and he's saying what they want him to say because after all, he has said multiple times on his podcast, he would do Fear Factor again in a heartbeat for the paycheck that he got. Yeah. He has well, no fucking shame. He has no, he doesn't owe his audience anything and he doesn't have any loyalty to them whatsoever. He doesn't give a fuck about his audience. He just cares about making a paycheck. So what's he going to mm -hmm. do? He's going to talk about whatever the owners of uh, Spotify LLC want him to talk about. Period. Yeah, they want he's yeah. he thinks he's the next Howard Stern and <laughs> I'll elaborate on that Howard Stern was controversial right because he was controversial but he was also smart yeah he didn't set out to be controversial until they started coming after him Right. And when they came after me, he's like, oh, you you thought that was bad. Oh, well, wait till you see what I have on my show tomorrow. You know, yeah. so he didn't set out to be that way. So you now you have Joe Rogan, where now being controversial is a career move. Mm. Like Sean Hannity said on in an interview, I forget who he was on, but he flat out said he gets paid to present an opinion. Yeah, he gets paid to present an, an opinion, op an opinion, which means Not if the right person his opinion, right, which means if MSNBC wrote him a fat enough check, he'd be sitting right there next to Rachel Maddow every night at nine o'clock. Right, right. <laughs> like, but these rules are like, oh, Sean, I like Sean Hannity because he speaks the truth. No, he doesn't. No, I fucking no. reads a script. They all do. They're all. And yep. I mean, you know, it's on the CNN side, too, and the MSNBC, all oh, these, for sure. Every network, every single one of them from top to bottom. It's the same bullshit. These yeah. people are in someone's pocket. We had a, a guest on Lindsay, a good friend of ours. Uh, was that last week, Mike? I think. Yeah. 
And yeah. uh, she talked last about week we recorded. Yeah. And which yeah. Would be, well, yeah. yeah, it would be the last week that people listen to. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mike, here's Mike how can pop- count. Here's how time works. <laughs> if it Fuck was the you, last Leroy. time you recorded, it's the last episode chronologically. But she talked about breaking out of your algorithm, realizing that you're stuck in an algorithm, that everything's presented to you is essentially manufactured for your viewing pleasure by a series of different algorithms that sit all over the internet that serve up information to you in a certain way. And as a result, you're in an echo chamber all the time. What's that keep you doing? Focusing on what the other fools are saying, where the other fools saying, God, they're assholes. We need to be at war with them. It's putting all of us in a big fucking, it's like taking bees in a, in, in a, a, a jar and shaking it. And it just is. seeing what happens. It's just they're just fucking with us as, as a society now because they can. They can get away with this. Like, let's see what happens if we pit them against each other this way. All right. Yeah. Let's build up these false uh, walls for free for people. What we should all be doing, as she pointed out, is we should be talking to these people and listening to what they have to say and not judging them necessarily, but trying to understand them. And I. Uh, I think it's a good idea, but it's so, so, so much more satisfying and easy to tear them the fuck down. (laughs) It it really is because they make it so easy. They do because they're like robots. I had a, I had a, a a heated debate over the last two days with my wife's uncle and uh, she had posted something about like school debt and, and, and how school debt should be, uh, just taxed into the system. It wouldn't cost that much more. People would be able to be free of debt and they'd be able to be a better uh, engaging the economy and things like that. And some, a couple of her quote unquote friends, one being her uncle said stuff like, Oh, well, this is a liberal's wet dream or whatever. Well, I didn't respond to him directly. I just responded to the thread saying, it's really funny how conservatives always call liberal snowflakes. Yet they're the first ones to cry when anything goes there, goes wrong. <laughs> oh, he's the first one. And, and, and I was like, cry more, you know, and, and this guy just lost his mind. Now I blocked him because my wife told me to stop talking to him. <laughs> Wow! (laughs) but i nailed him i nailed him because this guy was just offensive and horrible and he kept trying to call me a racist and would never prove anything it was like talking to a russian bot because a lot of it just didn't make sense on any level or context i tried to puzzle out what he was saying this guy was typing with his fucking toenails that's the only thing i can come up with is this guy was just typing like horribly and um finally he pulls up my profile information from facebook and starts picking off that you know uh, classic you know, he, move yeah yeah he, he called me out and said i wasn't a buddhist because i didn't i didn't uh shy away from conflict or something like that and so i said i what i'd been sitting on for about 18 hours at that point because i did look at his profile because i wanted to know who this man that was related to my wife was and uh, so I, you know, I said, oh, oh, OK, we're going to do that. We're going to dig into each other's public profiles. OK, well, tell me why your grandkids won't talk to you anymore, buddy. Ooh. Fucking dead silence, dude, for like 15 minutes, nothing. And then I saw someone typing. And I was like, oh, this is my chance to double whammy him. He's got some furious response ready, right? 
and he's typing away, he's typing away, and I blocked him. So when he's done typing away, what's he going to see? He's going to see a message. The content that you're tra- attempting to reply to is no longer available. <laughs> <laughs> if you wow. think so, he probably typed his little heart out with some either clever or offended a reply. I really don't care either way. And, and, uh, and just to have it tossed aside. And that felt good. That was my moment of pure cruelty. That's going to get me into hell for the day. But you know, it felt it's just so goddamn satisfying to slam him <laughs> twice like that. Let's go live to a rally where a bunch of Trump supporters have gathered because JFK Jr. has been reincarnated as Donald Trump. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> Oh, I need yeah. to rewind that because I need to make sure I just fucking heard who now JFK. What? Clearly it was JFK. It would oh, be a yeah. hundred and what? 20 right now. 125. Well, they're saying JFK jr. Is actually oh. that, that, that Donald Trump is JFK jr. And it's so like, I guess there's a faction of these QAnon people that actually think Donald Trump isn't even Donald Trump. That Donald Trump is actually JFK Jr. pretending Wait. to be Donald Trump. He really so, let himself go. So Donald Trump doesn't exist. Like, I guess it's like that bad Eddie Murphy movie, Meet Dave. Yeah. And like, for whatever reason, JFK Jr. is piloting a Donald Trump android. Like, I don't know yeah. what exactly <laughs> they're trying Boy. to say there. I, I just kind of want to understand, like, what their brain pathways look like compared to a normal human beings because like oh, we all rationalize sometimes we're extremely irrational when we when we come together with ideas and and we justify them later in stupid ways and it makes sense to only us but not on that level or with that alarming frequency that these people do like these QAnon people like they're where they'll just jump right to well you see the thing is is that he's a clone of jfk who has been a preternaturally aged by the hard radiation in the atmosphere uh that is is more prevalent in today's society you see he had perfect genes but he was mutated by a virus by the soviet union back in 19 and they'll just keep going and going and going and you ask them for proof or some kind of like evidence or something like it's like you do your research google it i'll tell you what you need to google it and do your research i'm like when i think of research i think of like you know like a laboratory setting (laughs) and like accredited scientists with Mm-hmm. You know, backgrounds and resumes and portfolios that actually fit the type no, no, of shit. No, 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 it was they... in the Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I, you know who said it? Well, you know who said it? he said, uh, so that 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 uh, that fella on the TV always wants me to buy gold. Alex Jones. Yeah, he, I trust him. I had a coworker who once told me I stopped listening to Alex Jones because I figured out that a lot of what he says is an act. And, and I said to him, I said, so you didn't have a problem with anything he had to say before you were told that? And he said, no, no, he was pretty reasonable. And I'm like, I was like, reasonable dude was talking about lizard people. Yeah. He was serious. Oh. Well, now, hold he was on. joking. Hold he on. was joking. <laughs> Fucking lizard people are real. Like, <laughs> let's not, let's not, 
you know, dissuade the lizard people being real. Just they. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to alienate that part of our audience. Right? <laughs> they it's... think the wrong people are the lizard people. The 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 people that the people that they're saying are the lizard people are are giving lizard people bad names. <laughs> you know, like the lizard people, like they weren't all bad. I remember V. Robert England's lizard alien wasn't that horrible. He was a pretty soft-spoken guy. He was that bitch Diana that was evil. Like, come on. <laughs> so not all lizard people are bad. <laughs> it was the lizard people invasion. That's the problem. And, you know, a lot of those people were just foot soldiers just trying to get money for space college. You know, yeah. they didn't want to be involved in this. Yeah, they they're, not anti, up- they're not anti-human. They're just doing their jobs. And unfortunately, sometimes in war, you're made to do very shitty things. And what's the alternative? You get shot in the back of the head if you don't follow orders. So, yeah. I feel, I feel, you know, an understanding for these poor yeah. reptilians who give are lizard, here. Give, mm-hmm. give some lizard people a chance. Yeah. I mean, um, however, when, when, when the mask is pulled away and it's an asshole that you've been looking at the whole time, and now he's just a lizard asshole. Well, then, yeah, it's real easy to say, well, all lizards are assholes, but you know, some yeah. of them are just wearing. You know, instead of lizard masks, some of them are just dancing and singing on stage uh, on the fucking show, uh, The Masked Singer. There you like go. Our good, our good friend Rudy Giuliani. Ah, uh, Rudolph. What the Rudolph, fuck? Rudolph. What did Rudolph. his singing voice sound like? I can't imagine it was anything good. Well, have you ever watched? I, I like the singer believe- about the moon and the June and the spring. I like the singer. <laughs> have either of you ever had the misfortune of watching The Masked Singer? I have not seen it. No. I've watched like a half of one episode once. It's yet another thing from Korea that we've fucked up. Okay. Um, so if you've another ever watched, unoriginal fucking idea from another country. Yeah. Like bastardized. We, like we we took a pretty funny game show that South Korea has. They love it over there. It's it's fantastic. It's a smash hit. And and Fox said, "How can we make it dumb for our viewers?" <laughs> First off, uh, put Jenny McCarthy on it. Yeah. So so and then and this is what we have to talk about. So Rudy Giuliani is on the Masked Singer. Those of you that don't know, Masked Singer airs on Fox. Hmm, Fox, Rudy Giuliani. Okay. And you're like, but Disney owns Fox. They wouldn't put him on there. Ha ha ha. Fox Network is run completely independent of Disney. They mm. don't really have a say in Fox's programming. That's why they're still allowed to do some of the not mouse house friendly content that they do, like Temptation Island, Orgy 75,000. Um, <laughs> Fox still controls Fox television. So that's how. Rudy Giuliani ends up on there and you hear that Robin Thicke, um, who basically wrote one of the rapiest songs of the last 15 years yeah. with word crimes. Yeah, no, you want it. No, maybe she doesn't want it. Maybe. <laughs> can we talk about that for a second? That maybe uh, she'll come and get it. What if she doesn't want to come and get it? Let's. And Ken Jeong, who's an actual medical doctor. Here's why I have a problem with this. Ken Jeong, Robin Thicke, walk off the set. Okay, one's a potential serial rapist. The other one's a doctor. Interesting combination. 
yet they have yet the doctor has no problem sharing that stage with the biggest anti-vaxxer ever walked the face of the fucking planet. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Mm. Yeah. Like, like how much did his, how much did his soul cost? Ugh. And he can sit there next to her every week. I think his soul was long gone before that. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, we have this these these sort of stories we tell ourselves about comedians like like Ken Jong. You know, and 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 we say, ah, yeah, that guy's a good guy. You know, he Mm -hmm. he did his time and and earned his 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 rep and and all that. And and we don't know that probably most of those people at some point did some unsavory shit to get ahead in the business. And that's why they're where they are mm-hmm. because especially someone who's not like stunningly handsome, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you were Ken talking, Jung. yeah, Ken Jong stunningly is, handsome. <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, he, he probably had to do some unusual shit or some un, unhand underhanded shit at some point in his career to get him to where he's at. He's not proud of it. I'm sure. And i I don't know what it was, so I can't judge him on it, but I'm sure that's just, that's just the business, dude. You know how cutthroat Hollywood is and how entertainment is. You really mm-hmm. have to be almost, you almost have to sell your soul as part of the bargain. There's yeah. very few people who escape through that ringer. Wait, 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 hold on. This, this, this just in Ken Jeong character in hangover, actually autobiographical. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, yeah, but so I don't buy the that's I mean, that's attention whoring. Yeah, he's going to make a statement by walking off the stage because right. Rudy Giuliani's revealed. But he with all the anti-vax shit going on over covid and mm-hmm. all going on and so much of that having been propagated by Jenny McCarthy, that somehow passes his calculus of what's tolerable right so, because he doesn't respect her at all like the rest of us and 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 that that could be it too for all we know he sits there and he's seething the entire freaking time and maybe <laughs> he's just like listen hey. i gotta eat my family's gotta eat i got bills to pay and if i have to sit next to this dumb pitch for eight or nine episodes of a TV show twice a year to help do that. Fine. And at the end of the day, for all we know, he gets in his car and just cusses her out. Like while he's listening to insert random music here, like for all we know, it is just a paycheck to him and it's a necessary means to an end. Well, you know, scale it back down to your own personal life. Like I think about it, the fact that I have a coworker who has said racist shit to me multiple times and I've never turned him in. I've never reported him. Do you know why? Because I don't want to have to train his replacement. I don't <laughs> I don't fucking care enough about this guy's personal bullshit because I don't have to like him. I'm not paid to like him and I work with him. Fine enough. And there are days when I he's pretty tolerable, but then he'll turn around and say some horrible shit again, and you'll just want to fucking smack the guy. So <laughs> I, I keep him out of fucking arm's length and I say, You're my coworker, and that's it. We're not buddies. Yeah. We're not, I'm not your fucking friend. I'm not gonna pretend to be your friend. I'm not gonna, I ain't your friend, pal. I ain't your yeah. pal, buddy. 
Yeah. Ain't your buddy chum. But I and mean, yeah, be- you can have a coworker who sucks and you hate everything about their personal views and still be like, well, you know, I have this job and I want to do it and I want to do it right. And this is a big opportunity. So I'm not, I'm just going to tolerate their bullshit until it gets out of control. And maybe Jenny McCarthy just never gets out of control more than she does on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, but maybe there's an agreement that he's like, listen, I'm the fucking doctor. Yeah. You used to host singled out. Right. I don't want to <laughs> hear word damn one about anything medical come out of your mouth. Right. And ultimately, like, ultimately, he may not have had any knowledge of who he would be guesting host guest host or host. Yeah, once you with. sign the contract, you're, yeah. you know, it might. And that would be an expensive buyout for him to say to break his contract. So, yeah. I mean, you know. I personally, if I were him, every time that Jenny McCarthy opened her mouth, I would pointedly do this and just turn my back directly to her so that I wasn't paying attention to anything she had to say. Yeah, like, oh, the, the blonde is talking again. And here's the hit. And here's the best part. I don't want to beat off. I mean, I don't want to beat Jenny McCarthy. Um, <laughs> you do want to beat off too badly here. I do. And fucking <laughs> fuck you, COVID. Anyway. Um, I don't want to belabor the point too much, but this is a woman who says vaccines are bad, yet injects her face with some of the most dangerous poison known to man in Botox. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Literally injecting your face with poison. Sure. Well, life saving vaccine. No. We can we come back to, you know, Rogan again, you know, like he did some weird like experimental uh, uh, procedure to have his blood drawn out of his body and then heated up and then centrifuge to remove all this like bad cortisol that was built up in it. And then had it pumped back into his body. Got doing God knows what kind of harm to his blood. And he was just like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. It's like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. What are you fucking talking about? You fucking had your blood changed. In an experimental fucking thing, like like like, there's mm-hmm. no doctor in the world who would do this. No, you paid a scientist to to let you be their guinea pig. If you like story time with Tom and Mike or our Let's Play channel, Gaming with Tom and Mike, please consider contributing to our Patreon. For only $1 a month, you'll receive access to bonus content such as lost segments from the podcast, unaired gaming videos, behind-the-scenes audio and video, sketches, and more. Just go to www.patreon.com slash Tom and Mike. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of the show. You know what we need? We need a steel cage match between the QAnon Shaman and Carol Baskin. <laughs> who wins that uh aren't they doing another series now based on her they're they're doing a mockumentary oh okay um starring kate mckinnon which i think is brilliant casting as carol baskin okay she could I mean, play uh she could play tiger king as well yeah i don't know who they do got great playing job tiger king i know nicholas cage was supposed to be doing one at some point and then he got wrapped up in his meta movie, um, The Unbearable Weight of Unlimited Talent or something like that, which the trailer for that's out. And my God, that's going to be the most Nicolas Cage movie ever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like these people. And then you sit down and you're like, this is what's wrong. Shit like Tiger King is what's wrong. Yeah. Like, like. 
No. More people watch Tiger King than like watch any kind of respectable news broadcast. More people vote for American Idol than vote in presidential elections. Like, when did things get that out of hand? Well, it was a gradual slip, you know, and, and there were a lot of little moving parts that sort of allowed that to slide. One could argue that it was done by design, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and there'd probably be some validity to that argument. But at the same time, it could just as easily have been a societal slip that couldn't really have been predicted, but was taken advantage of by the powers that be. And really, when you look at it, there's no difference between those two theories. They amount to the same thing, which is that now, like every time anything shitty happens or anything slips in society, the grip gets a little tighter and they just get a little more of that ball hair until your nuts are fucking purple, (laughs) you know? And they're just like, I got them. I got them all. And there's nothing you can fucking do. You can try to run. You're going to rip your dick right off. And and that's what we're stuck in now. That's the society that we live in now. We live in a society where we're held tight by the dick against the fucking wall because of stupid shit that our parents did and their grandparents did and so on backwards. These little slips where we said, I guess I'm okay with that as long as you let me keep this little trade-ins, little of our future of our grandparents. And they're like, you know, making these decisions in their 20s and going, uh, I probably won't even ever have kids. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's all our future has been stripped away from us wholesale like a fire sale. You're right. The little this little societal slip and I think it's what made us okay with it becomes the question. And let's let's I mean, and I think I I I get it because let's let's go back to our my earlier off uh, off broadcast comment, the movie Moonfall mm-hmm. movie is absolutely fucking ridiculous. There's nothing redeeming about it whatsoever, but it wore me down to the point where it was filled with so much sheer stupidity. I began to enjoy it. <laughs> and because they know these movies that have this effect on people, they keep getting made. So is that what it is? Did we just get worn down to the point where, sure, that's acceptable. It's perfectly acceptable for an architect of the January 6th coup for someone who was running around talking about how Donald Trump didn't actually lose the election. It's now acceptable to put him on a goofy ass singing game show. We should Mm -hmm. be outraged by that. You're you're trying to humanize this guy who is responsible for so much strife. Personally, personally, I might tune in and I'll tell you why. Because I want to see a panting, sweaty, disheveled Rudy Giuliani in a fucking... (laughs) With his hair melting down the side of his head. His hair melting down the side of his head with his mask off and tucked under his arm as he eagerly awaits the judge's statement and he's in his fucking spandex suit. I can't wait to see how fucking ridiculous and, 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 (laughs) and, and foolish he looks like, like a, like a caught 
mascot at a, an amusement park and the kids all saw who was really under there and they're shrieking in terror. I just can't wait because that to me is true entertainment. But that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I've gone off the deep end to the point where I'm like George Carlin now, or it's just like, I, I don't even fucking care anymore who wins the goddamn elections. It doesn't seem to matter. It's all going to hell all the time. So I might as well get my fucking entertainment value. Give me Giuliani on on singing with the stars. That's what I want to see. I want to see Donald Trump fucking building Lego sets with people on that show where they build Legos. Like I want to see spectacle because it's uh-huh. all going to fucking uh-huh. hell. You're giving Donald Trump too much credit. I love the fucker would be using Duplo. That's yeah, that's oh, true. He would be <laughs> Why using is the, this stuck together. I can't get it apart. He'd be using the toddler. Like, <laughs> uh, let's let's not. But wait, wait, hold on, hold on. This just in. Wait, hold on. Breaking news: the black stuff running down Giuliani's head. Actually, the venom symbiote. Oh, gross! So he, he the venom, a- venom is real. The MCU is real. This just in. Breaking news. <laughs> um. But no, here's what I want. You know what would be great? What if, okay, so now that cat's out of the bag, right? What if they leaked that information to get people to tune in? Because once he's unmasked, the camera's going to pan over. And instead of Nicole Scherzinger, Jenny McCarthy, Robin Thicke, and Ken Jeong sitting there, it's going to be NYPD waiting to take him away in cuffs. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great, but not on Fox. That would just be like, like, holy shit. Did you watch Mass Singer last night? No, what happened? Rudy Giuliani got fucking arrested live on TV. There should like, be there should be a what a new type of television show called a parasite show where basically it's it latches onto other shows and does that like surprise. You're not on Dancing with the Stars. You're on You're Under Arrest. (laughs) I was looking at the list of the topics that you sent, and we got to go back. You talked about. um, Oh, the bombs, the um, the glitter bombs, the glitter bombs. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, there is, you know, and there always has been a problem with people stealing shit from people's homes and uh, they call them porch pirates. These are people who will go up to a house where someone has dropped off, you know, some takeout food or your new laptop or whatever. And it's sitting on the porch and some jack off will come up and swipe it and walk away real fast. Well, you know. Somebody, uh, and I'm sure there are other people who do this, but somebody decided to take the law into their own hands in a really amazing way by creating this advanced glitter bomb thing that had like four cameras in it, four fart sprays with a with a large canister of, of fart spray to pull <laughs> from mixed with like skunk odor like real skunk odor and uh and it has a glitter bomb element to it 
and it has this thing that locks the thing in place so when you try to close the box you can't so and it's filming you it's shooting everything in the cloud it knows exactly where you are and it and it and it like sends this thing that says it's dispatching police to your location which it's not usually they just go find the boxes and and repurpose them and use them again um it's more (laughs) about like catching people out and, and and whatever but i don't know that they actually sent anybody to jail or anything for this but it's very revealing to watch these people turn these things on inadvertently you know and and then just go oh shit fuck fuck who would do this like (laughs) how can you be outraged about anything asshole you stole from somebody's porch what kind of Mm -hmm. motherfucker would do that i don't know walks up on somebody's porch and goes "Ooh, something from amazon i'll take it and uh yeah in those notes that i say i sent to you guys one of the videos that uh i really liked well there's 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 three the one's the glitter bomb one you should definitely watch it um uh, just look up advanced gl- glitter bomb uh, with fart spray on YouTube and you should be able to find it. I'm so afraid of what videos that will then make YouTube recommend. Uh, <laughs> mostly prank videos, mostly oh, yeah. prank videos. Yeah, you'll be all right. YouTube's not the dark web, but uh, you do. You, you you got your head in the right place, though. Uh, but the other two videos that I watched, one was this guy who comes out on the porch with an AK <laughs> and he's, he's like, well, you funny. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing, boy? He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, what the hell are you to put that shit back on my porch, put it back on my porch. You fucking gone crazy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny about it is as soon as he comes out on the porch, the guy who dropped him off his getaway car, it takes off. off. Yeah. He just peels out. The other video is even better because it's this guy gets caught and the, they open up the, the, the porch door and come outside. And he runs to his car and he backs out into the street and he gets stuck in a snowbank and spends wow. the next like four minutes trying to like shovel his way out. And the guy's like, you want to borrow my shovel? <laughs> just, you know just trolling it as he tries to escape. <laughs> you know what would be great is like like rigging it with the most absurd things to see like where these people's lines are drawn, like get in, like order a box of sex toys for Amazon and like record you opening it, showing that's what's in there and you seal it back up and you put it on the porch and then film like somebody comes up and opens it and watch them actually make the conscious decision to walk off <laughs> with a box of sex toys <laughs> like and just like what would their line be you know like you open it and it's a severed head would you take it like <laughs> like get somebody to make like a really realistic prop severed head and see if someone would run away or if they would pick it up and like put it in their trunk and just drive off like I- I'm very see, see one of the things I like to do, you know, when I'm like, like if I'm just waiting like between projects or I'm taking a break or I'm eating or something, it's just to get on YouTube and look up like fail army or one of those web, web yeah. one of those channels and just watch people doing stupid shit and immediately eating shit for it. I, oh, love, God, I that. love those. Mm-hmm. Those are so much fun. And uh, what I like in like a gotcha 
kind of thing with a potential criminal is that they immediately ate shit because of their decision. So yeah. if they decide to run away with something, have it on a high tension cord so that it snaps as soon as they get to a certain distance and then it pulls back and then it, it recoils and fucking knocks them over, you know, something <laughs> like that. Like just anything to, to, to sort of like, you know, give them a, a smack on the ass that says, yeah, motherfucker, we're watching you. Maybe you should change the way you do things. to a point now where we're spending money on ridiculous not real shit all because well, somebody on the internet said it's worth money which goes okay are we in a simulation <laughs> well let's examine it world of warcraft you would spend real money to get in game money to buy in-game things that you would then turn around and sell on eBay in exchange for real money. Now we're using real money to buy fake money that we can then use to buy real things. Mm -hmm. Are we just like, that seems like a simulation to me. That seems like we're just a video game. The aliens are playing. <laughs> like, cause we're doing the same shit we used to do in video games. Well, and it's probably a fractal expression of itself, right? So, like, whatever's happening on this level is happening on whatever, like, um, virtual reality we eventually come up with. Yeah. And then, and then backwards, though, too. So you zoom in, another simulation, another one, another one, another one. But when you zoom back out, what hosts our simulation? Maybe another simulation. Maybe. You zoom out far enough and it's the aliens playing marbles like at the end of Men in Black. Maybe, or maybe there is no end of the spiral. Maybe it's all one big fucking simulation from beginning to end and we're all the imagination of ourselves. And it's as, as, as imperial as a fucking soap bubble. Anything could make it pop, but somehow we just trick ourselves into letting it persist. And that's the universe. It's all a big fucking fractal joke. <laughs> and it's, you know, like it would serve us fucking right. It would serve us right to have our universe be utterly and completely meaningless. Yeah. You know, it's, well, it's, it, it's really what we deserve yeah. at the end of it. It reminds me of the, it reminds me of so many great comedians that have talked about the subject and aliens and alien invasion and whatever. And one of the best lines Robin Williams ever had, he was he was doing this bit where it was like a post-apocalyptic future and he's like talking to the audience he's like aliens turned out not to be what we thought they were turned out they were eight feet tall black and they were pissed <laughs> like but like we don't know like i'm of the belief that when the aliens show up we're gonna be like wait they look exactly like us mm -hmm. son of a bitch we were totally lied to well <sighs> Well, yeah, I always like the whole Star Trek like backstory for the the aliens is that they all came from the same seeding race, yeah. you know, and that that's why we all look so similar, why we all have the same kind of phys physiology. Because if you really want to go hard science fiction and try and present aliens, about the best you can do is microbes before you lose the audience. You can yeah. get a little crazy and do like 
you know, if you're doing like, uh, oh, you mean Prometheus thing? loses the audience? Well, yeah, 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 exactly. But that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking more like where aliens are truly alien. Um, you know, where they're not just something with slanty eyes and antenna, but something that's truly incomprehensible to us. Um, that we don't even recognize as a life form at first mm-hmm. until it communicates with us. Like that's the kind of sci-fi like, uh, well, wait a oh, minute. God, what's his name? He's the Russian author, Stanislav Lesky, I think something like Stanislav Lesky, something like that. He's, he was a, uh, a, uh, Russian sci-fi author. He wrote, um, Oh God, what was it? Permanent picnic or something like that. And it was just, story about um like these alien like technologies that people were finding and it was like causing them to communicate with the aliens but the aliens couldn't really appear in front of them that's why they left the technology behind as a conduit like an interface you know because they sit in some other realm of, of of space and time that's what I picture when I always think about like aliens visiting the earth. It's like, how the fuck would we know they could be a, an immense cloud that's slowly just drifting through our galaxy right now and collecting data on a mass scale from a million units, billion trillion fucking recording spaces, all just getting a holographic picture of this portion. Okay, well, of now that's just V'ger from Star Trek. The Motion yeah, picture. yeah like. <laughs> exactly. Just, this cloud of data just floating around and then it returns back to home base reports everything. And then, and then the aliens go, okay, we got to eliminate these ones. <laughs> no, so no. What I'm saying is we're on track for destruction. Eventually it's if this, if this thing's some, passing, yeah, if this thing's passing through now, it's going back in the like, wait, hold on. Yeah. The entire world was watching a show about a guy in tigers. Exactly. Yeah. They're going to be like, all right, well, you know, their sun's due to burn them out another 36 trillion years, but I'm thinking we eliminate them in our next wave. So sometime in the next, say, 500 million years, we should get around to, to wiping them out. By the time they get here, this is just dust. And they're like, oh, all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to all turn into Wally. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, well you watch my 600 pound life and there yeah, you have it we're already halfway there you know uh just everyone get in a seated chair with a monitor in front of you and have it take you automatically everywhere you want to go and you're free to gain as much weight as you want because we've got that all figured out for you and we're just gonna inject you with these things but you're all going to become human slugs As always, it's a pleasure bringing back. And real quick, in case you missed it, Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al. Uh, mm. That's that's my last statement. And uh, rubber baby buggy bumpers. And Mike, jump in here anytime. COVID nineteen sucks balls. And uh, Joe Rogan, can you need a bag of dicks. I mean, that is that is a fantastic line of opinions, and uh, I'd love to hear more. But I just well, looked I've at got the clock. I just looked at the clock, and uh, we are way, way over time. So that's going to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Story Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you.
giving it to you like all the love that we gave to the rock tonight. Mm. What a great sweet, guy. Sweet, sweet rock love. Yeah. Rock lobster.